0: From New York America's best.
1: All right, welcome uh, to uh, another episode of Victory the Podcast. I'm Doug Ellen. Sadly, you're not going to hear any uh, beer clicking or any. No, uh, wait,
2: I can do that. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin, Kevin. Connolly filling
1: right. in for Kevin Dillon. Kevin Dillon's MIA, all right? So we have no idea where he, he is. He confirmed on Saturday. But on Sunday, he was on TMZ taking a selfie with some beautiful woman. I think it was Amy. He was taking a selfie on the beach. So he might have he might still be he might be at a beach party Karate Kid 1 style I I don't know where he is but we've got one of my favorite people in the business a great actor good friend who has so much history with the show and so much more to talk about because his career really has been so amazing Dominic Lombardozzi Was on Entourage. That's probably the least of his least of his accolades. But uh, I mean, he's been on The Wire. He's been on Ray Donovan. He was Irishman this year. But Dom, where do you think Kevin Dillon is? Do you think he's scared to see you? you (laughs) I I think he uh, he probably has
0: like a fifteen millimeter uh, wrench in his hand somewhere.
2: (laughs) He is. He's
1: under the hood of the '69 Camaro, or he's on
0: a golf course. He's
1: building a deck. I mean, I didn't even get. (laughs) I didn't get
2: a text. Why wouldn't you just like text him and say, hey, heading over? Like, why wouldn't you do that anyway? I didn't know like you do that at this yeah, stage in my life. I, just, don't know. I mean, it takes two seconds, bro. You, you and I text each other 80 times a day. Dom, <laughs> normally we want to wait till somebody's episode comes up, but we couldn't wait for season three for you. I, I actually didn't even want to do a Zoom. I wanted to get you in the studio.
1: What's
0: up, Dom? You know, the same old man. But I'm, I'm happy to see you guys, man. I'm happy to be talking to you. Yeah, I miss you guys a lot,
1: man. I know. We got to get you out here or the, us there. We got to get on the golf course all together. Connell, yeah. by the way, is like he joined a country club and he plays like every single day now. I'm not. I'm not I mean, that's the way to do it, though. That's the way to do it. That's though, the way, you know? to it. That's you know? way to do it. I mean, Dom, um, I, played, I played. What golf. else are you going to do, Kev?
2: What are you going to do? You know, I don't know. He's oh. hard. Oh. What have we
1: here? Oh, there he is. I just saw the guy. I just uh, saw there he is. Him. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know
0: that walk. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: oh, I mean, I mean, uh, what happened to you? Nice up, buddy. you hey, dude,
1: to join us. I, first of all.
3: I, yeah. Thank you, I live dude. in Malibu. You guys <laughs> all live like five minutes away.
1: <laughs> so what? Was there traffic? Nobody's working. The, there, there was traffic. traffic. This real? is the first time I
3: caught traffic. By the way, this is the first time I've been late. Unlike some other people in this room right here. Was I late right, right businessman? He's yeah. a little late one time. He yeah. just yeah. one Wait, time. You, you were was
2: late, you family. were late
0: during well, when we were shooting the episode. Remember <laughs> that day? Me? <laughs> <laughs> you remember that day? Kev, you remember that day, don't you? I don't remember. What day was that?
1: Oh, it was St. Paddy's Day? Oh, oh St. Paddy's the <laughs> St. Paddy's Day <laughs> Massacre. A day, day that will well. live in infamy. <laughs> By the way, it's going to be great. And and just to refresh, we talked about it a little earlier, but St. Paddy's Day, Kevin Dillon had won too many on the wine scene wait, that wait, I watched wait, wait. last night.
3: It wasn't just Kevin Dillon. Me and Kevin Connolly went drinking at about 10 a.m.
1: or so. I, I got to tell you, the Italian and the Jew were able to keep it professional. <laughs> no alcohol. I know it wasn't our holiday, but we, we kept the trade. But Thank I did, God
2: one of us had our eye on the watch and pulled us out of there to make our call time we made it we might have been in a certain
3: condition but we were there on time i was once again i was supposed to be playing drunk so it was kind of it worked
2: worked. it 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 was great man
1: you were you were unbelievable (laughs) and and that episode which we'll talk a little bit about that as well we had bruno kirby on that the late bruno kirby oh yeah amazing Yeah. all But, uh, rest in peace. But let me ask you this. And and
2: I don't know if anybody else is getting this Dom. I get lit up my social media a hundred times a day about Dom being paroled in 2020.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Have you gotten that a little Dom? I'm getting, I'm getting, I, 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 I do a lot of people tag me and you and, uh, I get a lot of Arturok stuff all the time, man. In the beginning, it wasn't all that flattering. <laughs> but uh, I, I think some people kind of matured and they kind of understand the character a little bit. So they learned, learned but, to uh, love you. I would like But to- I totally got it. Yeah. You know, I understood because by the time I came on, it was season three. And you guys just came in and the show blew up and everyone loved these guys. And then no, you go in I and you're them. stealing dramas.
1: Uh, Les Crusettes, man. man. You could be stealing a well, let me Les let me give a little backstory <laughs> so everyone understands who, who hasn't thought about it in a while. So I wanted Dom on the show. I thought he was one of the original four guys before I ever met you guys.
2: He was the rougher around the edges choice.
1: (laughs) Well, he was the tougher guy in the group. So it was when it was going to be like Mark was never going to play the part, but a Mark Wahlberg type and Dom. And all of a sudden, we just have a fucking tough entourage. So our entourage got softer. Dom was unavailable to do the show. Do you remember this at all, Dom? I
0: I do. And I think think you did an interview and and you kind of... um... You set the record straight. Originally, it was a different show, and then as it went through the mill at HBO, Albright was there at the time. Wanted more of a comedic kind of show, more loose. Well, it was a little darker, edgier, and like it it was. uh, It was. It was was a different thing.
1: And I think Chris was like, "We don't want a bunch of guys beating up people in Hollywood," which was, you know, kind (laughs) of what it is. But but that being said, from minute when I was like. Okay, this is, again, before I meet you, so this is not talking about anybody's, like, performances. Everybody was perfect and great. We but get that, though. I, I know how sensitive everybody is. But, so I dumb, don't give a fuck. So, but Dom, <laughs> I was like, he could possibly play drama. He could <gasps> possibly play Turtle. He could, I, by the way, I even at one point was like, he could be... This evil. I remember.
0: I think one of the earliest scripts, there was a character that necessarily wasn't Turtle. It was like a drama. If you if you took drama <laughs> and you took Turtle <laughs> and, and you, you, them. <laughs> you pushed them together, yeah. that was the
1: character. Do you yeah. remember that, Doug? I do remember that. And that's basically what you did to that, these guys that when you came was on. early show. on. Yeah. That was... Well, we have an old script. No. We're gonna call you Dom. Yeah. We actually have an old script that didn't get approved. At some point we want to do like a read of it. Like before the characters were really fully formed, when when Ari was still Jeff Jacobs, who was my agent at CAA, and it was just a very different thing.
0: I came out there on my own dime. I drove out there. I wasn't flying at the time. Dom wow. doesn't like to fly. I drove out there. Wow. I put myself up and I think we were talking, and I think we were actually in Santa Monica at one point, right, Doug? Yeah. And you were just asking questions and, you know, and I think I actually auditioned with a couple of people. And then um, when the time came, it just it just, you know, look, we HBO had children. a policy back yeah. then. You couldn't be on two shows. Right. The show changed. And at the end of the day. Doug it's owes perfect. you some gas the way, money. The, <laughs> way, the, way it happened, the way it happened was perfect.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it is. it the is chemistry on things. that show is ridiculous. Yeah, it was great. And and the, you know, chemi- the chemistry you brought to it too, which I wa- we'll get to what happened when you come on the show. But You remember that phone call, Doug? Which one? When
0: I was shooting that first episode, I was in Miami finishing Miami Vice and starting The Wire. And I was going back and forth at the time. And you spoke to, I think, Nita Noble or David Simon. And David Simon said, hey, if, as long as he it doesn't affect this, it's fine. I didn't read the script because it was you. Wahlberg was affiliated. Lev was affiliated. So you know how I am. Uh, you, you call me, I'm going to be there. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. Like if Kevin had something, if, if Dylan had something, I'm not going to question it. I'm just going to show up. And I remember getting to the <laughs> I was staying at the London.
2: I know where you're going with this.
0: <laughs> and, and I'm reading this. And holy shit, man. I, I don't think I like this guy. <laughs> and I called Doug. And, and all I needed Doug to tell me was this. Doug goes, listen, these guys are riding high. They got everything going for them. Uh, they're running the town. They're like, they're everything. I need you to come in like a hurricane and shake everything up. And that's all I need. And that's yeah. what I did. And, oh, yes, and I you think did. that yeah. was the disturbance
1: <laughs> the disturbance, that the yeah. audience
0: didn't like because everyone loved these four guys.
1: I got to tell know? you, what I take out of this whole story is that I fucked you over twice. I fucked you right, over now, in the I'm beginning. trying to figure out how much like, money you owe I mean, Dom. I mean, that's <laughs> what I and know. by the way, he's going to come collect it. But then we put you on and, and I honestly, I watched these two episodes, your first two episodes last night. I have not laughed. I haven't watched this in years. I have not laughed that hard in so long. But my argument then, which sucks that you had to be the sacrificial lamb, my argument was people love these guys, and here comes this guy who's mean to them, he takes you, my late Crusette. He takes a lot of Crusette, bro. He, start, he brings E he a screenplay. He takes turtles driving away from him. And, and
2: how about when he hit Jerry with that wicked right hand uh, on the arm? I was like, oh, man, I hope they got that one in focus because I don't think Jerry can stand another one <laughs> well, of those. Well, that ones. was
3: Julian Farino, if I recall. And I was like, Julian, what, you didn't get it? He's gotta get he got to get hit over and over again. i like, yo, that's it. Moving Dom, on. you on. felt horrible, too, if I recall. You're like, oh, put some put some padding in there. And Jerry's you, like, yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Just, what,
0: <laughs> I don't want to hurt him. Speaking of Jerry, in honor of Jerry, and I shit you not, so Jerry gave me a mic a few months back. He came here, we, you know, we had a barbecue. Right. And I shit you not, and this mic is called Turtle Beach. <laughs> <laughs> nice
1: I like it I like it so he gave that as a gift just
0: like what's up Jerry we miss you buddy we 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 sure do bro we should have brought Jerry on
1: today but so Jerry
0: that was a housewarming gift a mic or what was it in case we wanted to do like a podcast or something like that I had a mic here. He had an extra one, but I I, I just noticed the name on it right now. And <laughs> That's uh, so Turtle Beach. Funny. I called Dom
2: yesterday and I said, "Dom, weird question by chance, do you have a microphone?" He said, As a "Matter of fact, I do." <laughs> Turtle As a matter Beach. Matter of fact, yeah. I do.
1: Good thing Jerry Ferrara is delivering for the low budget yeah. businessman's podcast. Oh, there off. was no mic. Oh, Jerry Ferrara is like Crazy Eddie's man. <laughs> like crazy Eddie's.
3: His prices are insane. insane. By the way, way, they're making a movie that about life. that guy's Turtle real life. Are they crazy. really? Walking. Yeah. Well, me and Dom just hit it off right away because we're both from the kind of the same neck of the woods. I'm Lower Westchester. You're the Bronx. We knew a lot of people in, in I Com mean, to May. be honest
1: with you, that's why I say Dom fits in with this crew. and oh, no and, doubt. And where this story starts from, which, look, every half-hour comedy in the history of television has brought in the rougher guy. I mean, you even make a joke that you played John Stamos's tough guy uncle or some <laughs> shit. So everybody does this. But for me, my next door neighbor, who Connolly is familiar with, who who moved to what's that supposed to mean? Yeah, you know who he is. We don't need to mention any names. But anyway, he moved from Howard Beach to Merrick when we were in eleventh grade. What are you talking about? He starts he starts dating a girl, and I swear to you, he beat up every guy that dated her from kindergarten on. I'm not. Oh yeah, I'm not he's being scary, funny. dude. We don't want to talk about him. I'm not being funny. We're not going to mention any names. But and he and he's, sadly is no a longer great guy. Great guy. He's, he's no longer with us. But that was the the story behind the character was like, if that guy came out and me and my friends who had, you know, these guys had gotten a little Hollywood and we bring Dom out. And so what happens is, which I want to talk how it came from your point of view. So what happens is the episode airs. I really loved it. I think you annihilated the part, but I wanted you to be called Dom, which is your actual name. My mother calls me the second this episode airs and she's never been critical of the show. She actually likes it. She goes... I did not like that. I, and, and I said, Ma, you don't know what you're talking about. People are going to love it. And then the stuff started coming in on those, whatever, the message boards, the early internet where who does this guy think he is? How does he take drama spots? So you now have <laughs> I to- I got it on the street. That's what no I way. wanted to hear from you. So what, so I, what happens yeah. after this airs?
0: Well, you know, I don't play the most likable characters, you know? It's just the way it is. So I'm kind of used to it. So I would, at that time I was playing her on, on the wire and he has his own issues. And then I played Dom and, and I was just getting it on the street. I, I would be in LA and, and people like, oh, I fucking hated you. <laughs> like, okay. Um, what we. But then it started like this. It started I fucking hated you. Why did you do that to the, I'm, I'm kind of like, I don't write the, I, I didn't write it. You know, I'm just doing what's on the page. That's That's my job. Then it turned into this. I hated you on that show, but hey man, you did your thing. Right. Didn't good actor, think? good yeah. actor. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you made us not like you. So I think people started to get it. It, it's, it was my job for you not to like me. It was my job to show you the authenticity of who these guys could have
1: been. Yeah. yeah. And I remember when we were shooting it, I remember just watching and going, this is, this is what I want. There's a version of this where you, I don't know who the guy is, John Candy, let's say, you know, where you bring in someone that's, who's a genius, but who's broad and it's a little pushed. This was yeah. absolutely real and authentic, and I think we all have a friend from high school that was a raving lunatic, and you you did. You played it absolutely perfect. I felt that if I played it straight,
0: the comedy to me was on the page. So if I, if I could sell what was on the page doing it straight, it would work because I would be the only one doing that. And uh, I think some of the stuff came across that way. And then some of the stuff was just rough for people to understand, like the bullying aspect of the character. That's what I think people had a, a big problem with.
3: Yeah,
1: but then
0: some of the some of the other stuff he did, man. I mean, I mean, it's just funny, even on the page. But it is, you know.
1: Last night I watched it with my girlfriend, and I looked over her face was like, and she's like, "That's what she said." He's he's bullying them, and they they feel (laughs) bad because the truth is, and even when you're standing next to Jerry. You just look like you'll just kick the shit out of everybody in this group, you know? If we had a little more
0: time to stretch the character out a little bit and maybe not bring him in so hard, people would have realized that he's the guy you want in a foxhole.
1: Yeah,
3: no doubt.
0: He would do anything for these guys. He's an asshole, but he's their asshole. You know what I mean? It's kind kind of like that. that. And that's the way it really is in Queens, in Brooklyn. We all have that friend. Yeah. I modeled this after a per, uh, after um a guy who I knew in my neighborhood where I grew up. If he was your friend, he was the best friend. If he was your enemy, yep. move out of the state. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dom, you touched on this a little bit before, but it's it's true. Like it gave you a glimpse of what these guys could have become. Because I certainly knew that. Like when I moved out here, I would go back to Long Island thinking, like I haven't changed at all. And I'm looking at like guys I went to high school with. I'm like, dude, this guy's fucking nuts. (laughs) I don't remember. I mean, I mean, Kev,
0: even your character, you still held on to a little bit of that edge playing E. But you know, you didn't though. You didn't really fall into, if anything, you were probably the last one, even if you did it. But you were the one who kind of kept the balance of where you came from and where you are, kind of how you play the game. Kind of like what, what Doug did when he came to L.A., what Lev did when he came to L.A. It's still that East Coast mentality, you know.
1: And it's interesting. It's interesting you say that about. E's character because sort of like your character. As far as I was concerned, he was the first one to throw a punch in that group. That's what I thought. I mean, no exactly. Care, but you people didn't keep, think E was tough enough, which was weird. So it might have been performance based. But I don't.
0: I don't know if it was. <laughs> well, the- you know, you know what it is. It's small in size, big in prize, man. Yeah, but right? also,
2: the other thing too, like I feel the same way that you do. I feel like my character is much better received. As our audience has matured a little bit in the sense yeah. that they at least understand, <laughs> you know what I mean? But fuck, I would walk yeah. down and be like, why do you got to ruin every party?
0: This is what, this is what was great about the show. You had, you had Dylan and Jerry that it's like the comic duel. I mean, anytime they came on, they freaking made you laugh. Just, just the, the shenanigans that they were doing on the peripheral events right kind of had your own thing going on and then when the whole acting thing started that that shit was hilarious piven had his own thing going on right but he kind of always stayed on that line man yeah kind of always stayed on that line and and, and he had to be he had to be the responsible one
1: and that's yeah. from the get-go of the show that's that's from what the was, get-go man it was the moral the moral compass of the show which you always need and, and the center of it and it's it is interesting to look back because even you know Dom, and I don't know what you're thinking. Listen, Dom just got done with, you know, doing a Scorsese film and and has worked with, honestly, everybody. But, you know, even watching it now, because it is a comedy, I would never write, the stuff that you were saying in this and the truth is is it's not even necessary anymore to me to my brain we could have done the same episode without some of the dialogue that i think people now take as offensive i mean
3: dog i gotta i think you gotta lay off that a little bit i love it the way it is
1: and i think it would still work today i really do i think it holds up and it would be perfect well the question is is the pc world has it hit the guys that we grew up with who were Twenty now. I don't have the answer to that. Obviously, it's hit us. Well, could, could, could you do Entourage now? Well,
3: I my, say yes. He's going to say no. You couldn't.
1: No, I don't say that. I say dialogue would change for the times. And the question is, a guy who comes out of prison, disagree. Okay. disagree. Well, it might not change for certain people, like, like we talked about. Ari would never talk like that in an office. He'd be fired he'd, in thirty seconds. You know, his career would be over. But well, he's the boss, so yeah. I he'd I mean, still be I fired. He'd be someone's. There's always someone ahead of you. But it, it, no, no, two studio heads left the business this week because of situations that happened that were that 20 years ago would have not even been a a fly on the wall. But your friend who comes out of prison might very well still be the same thing. But your reactions to it, to me, would be very different today. Some of the stuff he says, you would probably say. I mean, you were you were made he stole the candy bar, which I think is so fucking funny. <laughs> but today you you can't talk oh, like that about that. You well, know. Also, too. But I think it's
2: that way in real life. Sometimes I go home to Long Island, and there's like people that I respect, and I hear things come out of their mouth. I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> are you talking about? Yeah, it makes you. You're yeah, not yeah, it makes allowed you cringe. to talk like yeah. that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's like, good. oh, that's, you've been in Hollywood too long, you pussy. <laughs> like, no, uh, you just really shouldn't say that uh, in this day and age. So to Doug's point, what. Doug's saying is at that time, he was writing what he was seeing and what he grew up around. And maybe yeah. now it's not as acceptable. It doesn't make it that it wouldn't be real. But they Kevin. still do it. But it, still, would, yeah, it would yeah, be acceptable. You,
0: you, you, but, you depicted what Hollywood was like at that yeah. time. And, es- and especially. That's exactly what it was. And, and especially, what New York was especially, like. Especially,
1: got these New York yeah, guys. especially New York guys coming to Hollywood. And the question is, like I say now, Kevin, me, or you, if our if our New York friends came at the Hollywood and were saying even the word the word retard is a word that that the president of Fox asked me not to say, and I stopped I don't like saying, that word either. I stopped saying it. I mean, but never in my entire childhood did I really think about it as 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 what it now has no. the connotations of. It was just it was just poking fun at your buddy. But now I do get it. Yes. So I think the difference now is if he said that word to you. Certainly, he would, who was already, you know, like breaking and entering this and that, he would say, Dom, we don't, we don't speak like that out of here. You just can't do it. So things would change. Oh, did I say that to him? Well, you, you didn't say you can't speak like that, but you did you know, criticize him for breaking and entering. Well, and he also doesn't him.
2: wash his hands after he takes that piss, which <laughs>
1: bothered me. Well, Dom, let's talk about, and I really do want to get into Dom's rest of his amazing career, but I remember some stuff, the nudity scene, which look, it oh was inspired. We kind of, we kind of ripped it off a little bit, but we made it comedy Weird science. No baby boy, you know, John Singleton movie, you know, and, and we were thinking about that when we said it. And I was like, Dom, I want you to walk into the kitchen with no clothes on. What were your thoughts? Do you remember that? Uh, my
0: thoughts were I was 235 pounds, not in
1: shape. I can tell you that.
0: Um, not getting any sleep. Um, that was fucked up. I, I, I wasn't. You know what it is. I got to be honest. I feel the most comfortable when I'm in front of the camera. I forget nice. about everything. That's
1: wow, awesome. that's great. In a yeah. Weird way.
0: In a weird in, in, in a yeah. way, I, I have trouble doing that in my personal life. But yeah, a pair of shorts have helped. It's just, <laughs> uh, I, I, I let it go, man.
1: Yeah, I let everything I, I, go. It's, it's great. I don't, care, I don't
0: care if I got a pimple on my face. I don't care if I got ketchup on my tie.
1: Yeah. Um, and honestly, I don't like
0: people constantly coming up to me um, because if they're concerned with that, then, you know. They're watching the wrong shit. Yeah. It's funny because that's like Great. the old
2: Great. entourage stuff. Wahlberg came on and when he did all of his cameos, that he wouldn't go to makeup. He's like, ah, I don't need to go to makeup. I still, I, I still
1: I don't
3: like touch ups. Wait, <laughs> well, you, well, do you, you know. remember saying "walk away"? Like the, the wardrobe, they're fixing your shirt. I, I, like, I, yeah, I away. don't like that. Walk it's, away. It's distracting. <laughs>
0: There's a time for that. There's a time before we shoot. But everything. not, not okay. five
3: seconds before you start filming. You got to give me time to
0: breathe a little bit. You got to mm-hmm. need. I need to process what we just did. I need to go back in. That's my time.
1: And you know what, like way? blocking,
0: right? Blocking. Yeah. Kevin. Kevin's a, a director. Blocking, blocking is not for us.
2: Yeah, it wasn't for us. We didn't need it.
1: No, no. Because we, you know, we shot blocking wide. Blocking, yeah.
0: block, blocking don't do anything for me.
1: I don't know if you remember how I worked and hopefully these guys know and appreciate it. But for me, Blocking was about the actors. The actors do the scene, and I wanted to see where they went. I I get...
3: get Yeah, I like blocking. Yeah, that important. Yeah, yeah, it's my but, motivation. On why am I going here and why am I going there? Right, so I but have maybe to not
2: mark to mark, Kev. Like, it's like you know, you got to be behind the counter, but it's like, wait, you were all you got to lean on your right foot. Yeah, yeah entourage.
1: Entourage was very loose. Of course, we did the walk and talks, but it was like, you guys are going to get comfortable, and then we're going to figure out how to make it work for the scene, which I think actors liked when they were on the show. I don't know if you even remember that. But to speaking to your point before, that you really immerse yourself in it that's what i saw last night you were just there and Mm. i know that's why people they did not not like your acting they did not like your character which was an unlikable guy you know and yes exactly what you said if we had more time with it which again i became obsessed because i felt like i just and i didn't thank god i thought i destroyed your career and i'm like (laughs) i have to bring dom back that's why the episode was called redeem him redemption was the redemption. name of the episode and yeah. i'm like i'm bringing him back and i'm telling you the message boards were like i never want to see that guy again i'm like i'm going to make them love him and that that was my plan whether it worked or not and again your career's far exceeded any of that so it doesn't matter and,
3: and by the way dom you are perfect professional he's just a, you know he comes in on point knows all his lines you had a huge monologue and you nailed it i believe first take and you're ready to go again and again
2: yeah, that was a Bruno Kirby monologue. Dylan was
1: hammered. Late
3: grade Bruno <laughs> Kirby. <laughs> Not at that stage. i was still good. I got to see that. Uh, did Dylan's, did
1: but... Dylan's drunkenness on set affect your performance at all, Dom?
3: No, I just I what loved. being like, you
0: know for me it was it was like a breath of fresh air being out there working with these guys. Man. Oh, we
3: had a good time. It Really
0: was, man. Yeah, well, that's yeah. great. It really was. People come up to me and they associate me with the show as if, as if my character was there so many times. Yeah. yeah. And that's. And I'm like, no, I only did three
1: episodes. <laughs> yeah, right. You left, left a member of the entourage.
0: In an ironic way, he had a really big impact. Yeah. 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 You no, know, because no. yeah. people got entourage Like, if, if I was part of the guys, but in that, you know, only three episodes. Yeah. yeah. didn't yeah. even didn't realize it was did. only three. I you felt left, like it was
1: five you, or something. You left an impact from second one. And I can't tell you how and many. And I made people, friends, Doug yeah and made friends yes, and life. Did. We all see did.
0: see yeah. that's an important thing for me I mean Dylan super veteran <laughs> thanks i mean we we could go down the list of everything he's done. you yeah. guys have similar and, styles uh, he's worked yeah. with We're- fucking icons, and they'll tell you
3: yeah
0: well, we do a gig, everybody's happy they're friends yeah. hey man, yeah. what's up I'll, I'll talk to you uh let's get together and we still do happen. we still
3: hang out we play right. golf, but Kevin doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah no, it
0: usually does. It's just a lot of, and nice. for me, it was like I, I just met a group of people that I know that I would talk to the rest of my career. Mm-hmm. I still yeah. talk to Doug. You when you're in New York, I yeah. see you, Jerry. I we'll see you. We'll be all doing the time. it in a
3: couple
2: weeks.
0: I know bro. Kevin me, for a you long time. If I if I'm in LA, I see him. You know, we get to you know.
1: That's what I love. I mean, listen, the show, and I always like to remind people of that. Man. We were we were a family, and that yeah. is that is. I don't mean you, but that is smaller parts are people I've been in touch with for 15, 18 years. And obviously you guys are friends for life. So, but as long as we're talking about what Dylan mentioned, golf, who do you think is going to long ball it out of this group? And I've played with Dom and I know it ain't Connolly, but who do you think is going to long ball it? Probably Dom. A hundred percent. I mean, Dom. Yeah, 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 but the guy sitting there in the red shirt is a mechanic. (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> I played with Dylan a few times, man, and uh, he finds a way. He He's just, just yeah. finds a way. He's
1: <laughs> a good player, and Conley. I, I make fun of Conley, but Conley's going to be a good player as I'm well. Better
2: than you already. Well, Ooh. I have to be. I've been playing three days, four days know, a week but for that's... the last three months. You played back-to-back games during the writer's strike of 07, bro. It's been 13 years. <laughs> I mean, there's zero doubt that years. there's zero
1: doubt that you'd beat me in golf now. So I guess I guess I, technically you're a better player. But you're but
2: poking me. You're poking. Not no, 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 I'm not, I'm not, poking. Un- I'm not even. I'm not you don't even want poking this you. This monster to come out. Because... I'm talking about. Ooh. I'm
1: talking about Dom. Have you ever been on a golf course with him? I would imagine that Dom hits the this. Am shit I out wrong? Or are you like 320 plus? Am I? If he gets a hold of one,
0: yeah, I I can get a hold of it. He could get I, it out. You there. know what? I switched up my game completely. Yeah. Yeah. How so? Um, I it's it's just easier swing. Right. If I could get out there two fifty, I'm happy. All right. Yes. So you're that's not that's going to play, play Dom. No, no, because the it's, fairway. for me it's 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 the fairway, my approach shot. The putting, the Wh- chipping. Where are you playing? You're in Westchester now, I'm, right? I, I'm a, like a nine handicap now. Nice, wow! So
3: I'm throwing up eighty-two, mean-
0: eighty-three, eighty-one, nice. eighty-five. How is Jerry? And I play the with ball. Jerry all the time.
2: How he- is he hitting the ball? Because Jerry's a stat exaggerator, confirmed. <laughs> Jerry will shave a couple strokes off the score. How's Jerry hitting the ball these days?
0: I play with Jerry a lot the last two three years, and uh, he, he he's great. he's good, man. Yeah, i mean he dom, he he dom, he he's on he's
1: on and, dom and, dom you were hesitant yeah. i'm not Hot gonna lie man, that was a pregnant pause right i mean now. that was you took some meat out of that scene right there <laughs> no because i didn't want to say he's great will <laughs> tell you he's not great but he's good, not he's great, but he's good. But, yeah he's good, he's good. he yeah, could yeah, put
0: he up a good number yeah i've seen jerry hit 82 83
3: yeah you remember anywhere
0: in- you're in westchester right no, no. Two of my buddies who we play with. Uh, one is at Norwood, and I the other one is at Anglebrook.
3: Oh, yeah. I love um, it. Love it. So, I love all those Westchester courses, are amazing.
0: Even the public ones, but when you go up the pike. Yeah. Like the links at uh, Union Vale. I love Union Vale. It's a good track. Yeah.
1: Doug, yeah. Doug played back to back rounds at Brentwood. I mean, I was a member of Brentwood for a while. Dom and I played at Brentwood. With yeah, I played. It, with yeah. The three of us played at I mean, Brentwood. See, I'm pretty sure you, you did. Before Me the and Wahlberg
0: used to yeah, play there passion. on Mondays yeah. when it was closed and we yep. used to grease the guy.
3: If you yeah. play with Mark, you got to get up at 5
1: a.m. though.
2: I like it. Oh, yeah. I've been teeing off early. I've been wow. teeing off 6.48 in the morning. I'm wow. here.
1: At well, I was just on Jerry for a second because we were talking about his golf game, which was getting good years ago. I Jerry's so a great putter. Jerry's—he's precise. I've got and, good you know, hands. But one of the things Great we were talking butter. about, with Jerry, Dom, Kevin, and I used to make fun of Jerry for a long time because he said he was twenty-two and ten in high school. Which he delivered an article, which was mind-bogglingly unbelievable ten years ago. And then I started playing basketball with jerry jerry lost all the weight and jerry was a good basketball player i 22
2: mean, and 10 is tough
1: 22 and 10 is tough but um 10. i don't know who his competition <laughs> was but do you believe twenty-two? He's a good, and athlete. 10, a He's good athlete, athlete. he is a good athlete do you believe 22 athlete. and 10 though or no dumb? what's your thoughts on that 22 and 10 when it went to duke i mean that's like baron davis numbers what do you, what do you think uh <laughs> I love it. Dom is putting uh, it All right, another so let's pregnant
3: pause. There. All right.
1: So let's let's move on to more exciting things like the rest of Dom's incredible career. So the wire has Who's that um, guy?
3: <laughs> I sent Stock, That's Dave stock Tip Dave <laughs> to get me a beer. Get me a beer, bro.
1: Yeah, Stock Tip Dave <laughs> is uh one of Connolly's overworked who's, employees. Who's that guy behind you? <laughs> <laughs> so Dom, the wire, when I'm doing when I'm going in to sell entourage. We have a pitch, which really is whatever. It's not much because I didn't know where the show was going. And my agent gives me David Simon's Bible on the wire, which was like oh, yeah. fifty-eight pages that read like a, a brilliant novel, and said, "This Very is precise. This is what you need to go sell this show to HBO." And I actually called Lev. I'm like, "I, I I'm not the guy for this. I can't. There's no way if you gave me a hundred years, I couldn't write like six seasons." How precise? Was David, was he on the set a lot? Ed Burns came to the
0: set. David was writing so much. Mm -hmm. Always, it was kind of like he was in a cave. But if you ever needed to talk to him,
1: Mm -hmm. the
0: door was open. You did five
1: seasons? What'd you do? Yeah, I did five seasons. And what was that experience like? When
0: I first went to Baltimore, I, I didn't think the show would get picked up just because it was very raw. you know. And then there was a point where me and Seth Gilliam, he plays Carver. My partner on the show and there's a scene where we start stealing money right we start to take the money we flip over the uh the mattress we start stuffing the money in in our vest and I'm like that's it it's over <laughs> we're gonna, you know right. we're gonna get reprimanded for this and we're off the show <laughs> we sit down with David and he's like hey what's up guys and and we're like so you know uh should we start thinking about maybe you know pilot season's coming up. Are we going to be available? He goes, what are you guys talking about? (laughs) We stole the money. He goes, you know, so what? He goes, you know, you, you went and built the deck in the back of the house and you went and bought a truck. He goes, this shit happens every day in the city. And that's when I knew we were making a different show. Yeah. Because if if I was on a network show, that's, that's the nail in the coffin. And whoever,
1: whoever doesn't know the wire, it really is probably top. Three greatest dramas yes. in the history of television. Some People, people will
2: put that at number one or two. Why only five years? People were pissed. Well, uh, that's because uh, that was his
3: vision. Yeah. That was the way it always was meant to See, be. That,
0: that's guess. the thing with David. David didn't need to do a six season. It's kind of like a visual novel. That that's what he needed. And every year he had to pull the rabbit out of the hat just to get the show on the air. And he had I think I think Carolyn Strauss at that time mm-hmm. was a big advocate of the show. And we would get another season and surprisingly, and, and, um, yeah,
1: it's a strange the thing. With the,
0: the I, I remember coming to LA hiatus of the third season and casting directors didn't know the show.
1: Yeah. Oh, I mean, man. it really was an under, we never got nominated.
2: Carolyn Strauss, first ballot hall of famer.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, absolutely. Uh, Thank God for sure. her. She was great yeah, for us. No, thanks
2: God for hers. Right? Yeah.
1: yeah. It's weird. A show like The Wire continued to, the critics love it and any real smart TV viewers love it, but it always just stayed a little under the radar. But and, towards uh,
3: uh, the fifth season, I guess, it was pretty hot at that stage, was no. it? No. It
1: never was? Wow. No.
3: It's like being a no. famous painter. We were off the you air. It had a cult following. Character. And then
0: it had this older audience, just random People who never would come up to me would come up to me and say, you know, we love the wire, you, you know, and um, we, I think David got a Peabody. I think yeah, that's uh, about it. Doug's and um, but it's a shame because he deserved more than that. Some of those actors on that show deserved more than that. Absolutely. You know, Idris and Wood Harris. Yourself. So many, so many good actors on that mm-hmm. show that that should have been recognized or, you know. The name should have been mentioned.
2: Well, it's funny you know? when you watch The Wire, you look at you're like, oh, my God, you like forget you watch it like, holy shit. That's so it's was it Michael yeah. B. Jordan on The Wire.
0: Season one. Yeah, crazy.
2: Michael B. Jordan's one of the biggest movie stars in the world. That's crazy. There was real deal actors on there.
0: Yeah, unlike, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that character, I would literally go home and not want to talk to anybody. You were and in a bad mood? What no. do you mean? Yeah, it's just, uh, after a while, it just, um, here's the thing with that show. If, if you represented Hope, you were dead. Mm. Anybody who represented Hope died on that show. And you never changed. You know, you never changed your color. You, you, know, you know, it's like in real life, if a person's an asshole, he's always going to be an asshole. It's not like one day he wakes up and he's like, oh, I'm going to be great to everybody for the rest of my life. It just doesn't work that way. People just don't switch like that. Yeah. And her I got it was hard to go to work and, and bully and be this 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 cop who did things sideways and do you bring it back wanted, home with you, you though? Yeah. You kinda of bring it home. It's with that you. selfishness as an actor yeah. that you you say, but it's not your character. You understand?
3: Yeah. 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 I yeah. bring
0: the colors out, but the character belongs to the writer. You understand? So um, Doug
2: would agree I, with I that. always
1: had to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear Connolly? Doug just no. no,
2: no, Doug. Doug believes that all the characters belong to him, and uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, Doug. He did a great job. Of
1: no, no, listen. Yeah. It, it's it's obviously it's different when you're doing a heavy drama. You're working in. in Baltimore in like some yeah. pretty, pretty dicey location. But I wouldn't
0: change it, Doug. I wouldn't yeah. change it. As, as, as hard as it was for me at times, I wouldn't change it, man. I loved everybody at work with David. David put me uh, in, in the deuce. Um, he said, I'm finally going to make you play somebody that that that's good. Right. Nice. And, um, like how you guys are like a family, we're like a family too.
2: That would happen to me leaving the set of the notebook. I couldn't shake... Finn's moral. <laughs> he couldn't. Interior
1: he, demons. he couldn't shake the fact that he fucked his best friend over. Dom, have you seen what? the notebook? Connolly's character ruined the notebook. It well, did. My accent
2: ruined the notebook.
1: But other than that, that's I, about it. I thought the performance was great. But uh, Dom, have you seen the notebook? Did you ever cry in I the had, notebook? Yeah. You know, Connolly's character, he just tells his best friend who's obsessed with this woman. He tells the, wait, he tells, uh, the woman, he's the over woman, Rachel you. He McAdams Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. He tells Rachel woman. McAdams, he doesn't care about you. Get over it. And the guy spends 30 years as a drunk. I, I, I still, I'll never understand why he didn't say, Dog's he loves you. Don't leave. He loves Don't you. Leave. I, I, Don't leave. Hopefully, my friends would tell my stick great boyfriend who's here today, like, you know, stick yeah. it out. He may be horrible, but still nah, it's stick gonna work. it out. Okay, yeah,
2: no, I think you should head out. It's not going to work.
1: It's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, just run. So, some other things. Ray Donovan, how was that experience?
0: That was actually a... Uh, pretty cool deal because, uh, look, I got to act opposite Aliev, uh, who's a tremendous talent. He knows every aspect of that show. He wears a lot of hats on that show. That character, in the back of my mind, I always needed to remind myself that you are the weakest person in the room. Every scene, you are the weakest person in the room. It could be 230 pounds, 225 pounds. i have a big show, whatever. But you are emotionally the weakest person in the room. And that's that's the vulnerability that that character had, and it was a challenge day in because a lot of the dialogue you had to you had to find places to pivot mm-hmm. constantly, go from here to down here, emotional level ranges fucking everywhere, mm-hmm. and it was a challenge. But man, you you know, you went home and uh, it was a lot of fulfillment. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. you were you were great, Dom. Where did you get started? Did you train and no. study? Not at all. Nah, uh, and I, I never trained. I was always a
0: big movie buff. As a little kid, both of my brothers were seven, eight years older than me. So I was stuck home. I loved watching old movies. I loved watching movies from the seventies and I would watch them and watch them all. And then I I would watch them differently and just look for certain things. And that was kind of my, I regret not being institutionally trained going to like purchase here or, you know, whatever.
3: I don't know, Tom, Uh, I think it's, all worked out perfect for you because you're an amazing actor. But well, you, so but I, he, I wouldn't hear me out. That hear thing. me out. It
0: would have instilled a lot of confidence in me that I didn't have early in
3: my career. But then maybe you wouldn't know. I have, didn't know, I didn't know what to do. I wouldn't have worked this hard because you you deliver every time, bro. Every time. I appreciate that. Yeah, he does.
2: I have a question. When you think back to the beginning of your career, whether it's The Wire or some of your early stuff, you've developed such a body of work. When you show up, even like, let's take Ray Donovan, for example. At this point, you've got this massive body of work. You walk onto that set day one. Do you get a different vibe from the people around you? Actors, producers, writers, that, like, we got a real guy that just, like, showed up here on set. Has the perception of you uh, performer changed?
0: I I, I think they know what they're getting when they get me. You know, I think I've always the Approached it kind of how my dad approached his job. Uh, you go to work, you do a full day, you give everything you got, you come home, you go do it again tomorrow. And uh, I still, I still have that. You know, you hire me, you, I'm going to come prepared. I'm going to know my lines.
3: Mm-hmm. Hit your mark. Your
1: and lunchbox, I'm, I'm, lunchbox there to, I'm there
0: to play. If you want to keep me in the trailer for 14 hours, I'll stay in the trailer for 14 hours. You're not uh, complaining. You're not yelling, is, yelling
1: at the ADs. I'm
0: not yelling at the, I'm, I am, I'm, no. No, I, I've, I've never done that. No, no, I
1: know. Yeah, I mean, Dom is one yeah. of the easier people I've worked with, certainly out of the three of you. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs>
3: but, um, but uh, yeah. you know. 18 this, hours in the trailer. There, I'm there, going to get there on are, the AD. On, look, there, are, you there, there,
0: are moments, there are times where, you know, um, what I don't like on certain movies, I don't like the politics sometimes. I don't like my time being taken advantage of because another actor, because of stature, because of this, because of that. Now that'll get under my skin. (laughs) If if you haven't gotten to me because you haven't gotten your scene yet and it's taking you a little longer to shoot that scene to get it where it needs to be, that's fine.
1: Dom, did did Nero discover you? Like, Was that your
0: first movie, Bruggsdale? There was a tiny American playhouse on Arthur Avenue at the time uh, which I didn't belong to. And a lot of kids were coming in and they were reading. And uh, I, I went in, make a long story short. I went through the whole process. I went in to read for De Niro and Chaz and Tribeca. And uh, Chaz goes, goes uh, do, you, do you need to look at the material? I'm like, no, 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 I'm good. But, you know, I'm ready. And De Niro was on the phone in the back. Waited for him to get off the phone. He came and I, I, I got, I, I kind of got the job in the room. That's awesome, wow. nice. And, and tell him that's where I, I joined tell SAG. Why.
2: Tell him why you got the role. And then I worked with that?
0: De Niro later on in the family.
2: There's this story about something where you told De Niro, because you you were the gun dealer in Bronx Tale, right?
0: Yeah, originally it was Nicky Four Eyes, and then they changed it to Nicky Zero.
2: But didn't you say something to De Niro about, oh, no, no, that's not how you do it. We can cut this if it doesn't work. No,
0: happen. no, what De Niro did was, and, and I learned this, and I understood where, because that was his directorial debut. After working with Scorsese on The Irishman, I, I saw how these guys work. And, and, it, and then in retrospect, I look back at Bronx town, it makes all this, it makes, it makes, makes all the sense in the world to me. De Niro goes, forget about what's on the page. He goes, stay what's on the page, but just, just do what you want to do. So a lot of that dialogue that I say when I'm selling the guns and I'm putting out the guns and this could go, this could this could stop an elephant driving a truck in the truck too. That was all me improving.
1: Wow. So, Irishman? Did you um,
0: improv on the Irishman? The scene where I first meet Frank Sheeran and Pesci and we're talking about Hoffa when they first come to the Palmer Boys Club. The whole rant before that about the little beef that they had, that's a little improv because he was moving the camera. It was like on a track and he was moving it and, and we just had the dialogue going. And then boom, we went into what we had yeah. to do. And uh, But here's <laughs> a funny story. So De Niro has no line. He has one line. He said, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And Joe has a little bit, but I have the whole dialogue So I'm basically talking to them about, you know, the incident that happened with uh, Tony Pro, you know, uh, maybe three fourths of a page of dialogue. Right. Where I'm basically just instructing them and everything. And Marty comes out and he goes, um, so so, 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 what do you think about huh? you, you, you want to do what you want to do two in a row? You want to you just do two in a row? What do you think? And I'm thinking to myself, I got all the dialogue, I got, I got, all, I got all the fucking lines,
1: <laughs> but
0: all that shit goes out the window because he's Bob, you see how these guys work. They don't even talk to each other. It's like they, they communicate telepathically with each other. <laughs> they just know what they're doing. Right. They work so well together. It's it's a really beautiful thing to witness. Mm-hmm. Watching Joe and and Bob together and Marty when he goes and he has like these little talks with them, it's um it's it's really something special. And and then you understand why all those movies they did together. Mm-hmm. Raging Bull, Goodfellas, Casino. Why they're brilliant. Yeah. Mhm. Why they're brilliant. You
2: know, Dom and I always have this thing where once in a, you know, Dom and I every six months will fire off a text message with a quote from a mob movie. Dom and I, <laughs> Dom and I are huge Donnie Brasco fans. The two of yeah, us, yeah. We,
0: could, we could do the whole movie. Right I now. think one of Pacino's best performances. I agree. And yeah, it was
2: very was underrated. Great. And it's one of the most quotable movies of all time. But I'm, I'm watching this, Dom, and, and knowing you and knowing how much you love the genre. You're sitting there on the set of The Irishman and you got De Niro on your right. And Pesci on your left. Was it a bit of an out of body <laughs> experience, or were you used to it by that point? I mean, what what what's it like? Not just do hey a couple lines. You, you were like in there with the big dogs. Was it did yeah. it take
0: a second to get used to that? My 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 first day of work have was the big banquet scene. So my my character had talked to them about half or maybe three times already, and it got to the point where it's it's it now it's an issue. But here's the thing. It was a big banquet hall. Everybody worked that day. Everybody. My first day, my very first day, I was in makeup at 2.30 in the morning until blocking. So I I come out. No one knows me because I'm in a completely different trailer, makeup trailer. I come out. I go up to Ray Romano, who I know. I know him. Loves his golf. Loves his golf. He goes, hey, hey, how are you? Ray Romano. I'm like, no, Ray, it's me. (laughs) Come. Stephen Graham, who I, I did Boardwalk Empire, who stayed with me while we were shooting that show. And um, so I'm now I'm, I come to where I'm there. I haven't talked to I haven't, haven't met Joe. Joe comes. We sit down. We start the scene. I needed to make a decision right away. Like, see, for me, Joe Pesci was everything. Joe Pesci was my De Niro. Joe Pesci was yeah. my Al Pacino. I am my, I, I, the guy, you watch everything he does. He, he's like a thief, man. He, he's you're great. in the scene with him. He takes every, it's yeah. not like he takes it because he's intentionally doing, he doesn't battle you mm-hmm. when he's acting. He's just that fucking good.
1: You know, the E character was written as a young Joe Pesci. So did Connolly achieve that? Is the question.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, Connolly's <laughs> solid, man. He's, got, he's, he's solid. stumbling through that one. Worse you than have, Jerry's golf show. You ain't no pesci, bro. Connelly I cannot, never said I was. Don't put words in my mouth. Kevin
1: Connolly, you cannot see his face. It's one of the fucking greatest things I've ever seen right now. I and mean, that reaction will will live on forever. And you're not David Chase Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh boy, I miss you. Oh, that, I miss you too. Uh, All right, uh, wait. I got some fan questions that people wanted to ask you. Which I, oh, uh, I saw, a, I saw a few of those. <laughs> we honestly covered a lot of them, but they wanted to yeah. know how it was working with Jerry again on Power, and and I mean, obviously, it was great. But what was that like? Jerry, Jerry got me that job. Really nice. Yeah, I owe I'm gonna have to have, to have to a word Jerry. with Jerry, man. Yeah, I but know. I, I got <laughs>
0: the easiest.
1: The,
0: just work it was, it was just easy. It you, was is really it weird easy. that he didn't get Collie a job on that?
2: Or, I didn't ask for it. <laughs> Dylan's a bent out of shape over there that he wasn't in the mix. Dylan, what feels like he should
0: have been in the mix. It was a pleasure, man.
1: A lot of these we talked about, but Callum VP714 wants to know how many times you actually punched Turtle in that scene. Was he bruised? Ooh, he was definitely. Bruised. I think he
2: hit him with two <laughs> daggers. More Big than, shots. No, no, and no. Then no. he started taking, he had to dial it back a little bit after a while. Well, that I eventually, was like three times, I eventually wasn't it?
3: took like cardboard and put it under his sleeve. And then you were able to really, <laughs> do you remember that? And then you were able to really wail well on yeah. it. Yeah. Was that the yeah. first one? Yeah. Because I was like, is- to
0: be honest, I can't remember exactly how many times, but it w- it was a few times. It, it was, did was a you lot. Throw a, a,
3: Julian seemed to be enjoying did it. Did the you throw director. a real punch, so
1: though? Did you throw a full punch or no?
3: No. You dead armed him, bro. You know what? a half punch is enough from Dom. I mean, that's, you don't need a full punch. I mean, if that were to hit Dylan,
2: he would be on sunset Boulevard, picking himself.
1: <laughs> e spin Sanders wants to know if, uh, Connelly had a real Dom in his life and how was the tension between Ian e Dom created? Now, again, uh, It was based on a character me, but I'm sure we've all had this character we touched on a little bit, but there was no tension, obviously, between you guys during the shooting. I mean, people love the Ebola and the E. coli.
0: We were great together. Yeah. It was anything but that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what I do remember. If I was walking around set with, like, Kevin or Jerry... Or, or Annalie or or Adrian, but Adrian was like whatever doing whatever he's doing. And um, the PAs were very nice to me.
1: Meaning they were scared of you? I think
0: they took it personally too, the shit that I was doing.
1: <laughs> Everyone was scared of
0: you. It felt, it felt like that, you know, because I would go off and I would have my cigarette and thinking about what I'm doing and I'd be in a fucking robe. And, um, <laughs> like, oh, who the fuck is this guy? You know, and, uh, I, but if I was, if I was with them, great. I love it. Yeah. But that's a testament to your audience, man. Your audience loved you guys, loved you guys. That's hard to
1: achieve, man. That's yeah. hard to well, that, achieve. That brings me to another question. Which did you like the best? The Wire, Entourage, or Power? <laughs> <laughs> that is from At uh, Cam Den Koziak. Wants to know which you like the best. You can just lie. I, I like, like them mean. all for different reasons. There you go. Don like is them very all political. Axe SickQuest Quest wants to know who came up with Ebola. I did. Thank you very much. Um, did you meet Mark Wahlberg on the Yards? Sam Tick wants to know. I did. I met Mark on his birthday during the table read for the Yards. Jay Goss wants to know what Dom would be doing today once he gets out of prison. What do you think, Dom?
0: <laughs> uh, I think we walk a straight line. I honestly do. I, yeah. I, I personally know people who are getting out of prison now. They're walking a straight line because they're hitting people with football jersey numbers, you know? Yeah. And uh, you have no choice. You can't be a criminal anymore.
3: He'd probably go hang out with the fellas, too. Go hang out, call Vince. He would try to walk the straight line.
0: Dom, you know what
2: killed me when I when I think about, remember, and it's just one of those things, when you did the tell on the uh, oh, I forgot Shechtal. about the
1: tell you know that was based on a friend of mine also who will remain nameless but that kid used to do that sound exactly so go ahead sorry Kevin What's but, your pro- but
2: I mean we you know we go in and we sit down for rehearsals and, and it's not I don't know I hadn't thought about it because it wasn't my thing right it was Dom's thing and we come and we sit there and the first time that Dom did it I was, it was like funny. I don't think I'm gonna get through it's one thing to laugh like when an actor's funny but like on take four you're like okay like are you a fucking professional actor fucking I couldn't keep a straight face could you the- give the tell for
1: us, right? You give Do you the remember tell? this, Dub? I don't. You would stick your finger <laughs> like, in your ear and go like, <laughs> like this crazy fucking oh, noise. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: I, I don't. I don't watch myself. I don't remember that.
2: I was fucking dying laughing. How did it go? So so funny, funny, man. It was like,
1: yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. No. It was literally like you would stick your finger in your ear and go. <laughs> and I am telling you, watching it last night, I not only remembered Conley breaking oh, up in the scene. I like was, I was scratching my throat. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, With your finger, that was your ear. tell.
2: You had a tell that you had that you were lying about the doll. And I say, bitch, did you see that? You didn't see
1: that? <laughs> that was his telling. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. it's really a really I remember funny, that, yeah. it's a really oh, funny scene. Yes.
0: I remember that. Bruno Kirby, man. Rest in peace. that night.
1: He was, oh yeah. man, I love Bruno. a good dude
0: too, man. I knew so Bruno before else. Entourage.
1: What'd you do with Bruno? He
0: actually directed me at, in a, in a Tom Fontana show. So I, I knew him when we were
1: shooting. He was a great guy. And I, uh, I remember seeing him on a plane when he told me he was sick. And, uh, I mean, he's, Bruno Kirby's amazing from The Godfather, City Slickers, and many, many other things. Good morning, Vietnam. Good morning, Vietnam. He's yeah. good morning, Vietnam. I mean, he's great yeah. in everything.
0: One of the best scenes in Sleepers, right, is when he's eating the spaghetti,
3: Yeah.
0: right? And he's talking to uh, Jason Patrick. Jason Patrick is an adult at this point, right? He's got the stomach. He's got the guinea teas. <laughs> so, so you're good? Hey, you got a fork? <laughs> the guy is about to talk to him. And he eats he does a James Gandolfini. He eats the whole fucking plate of
1: pasta. <laughs> I love that. It's awesome. He was,
0: yeah, great. was great. Great. If, if anybody's watching, go watch Sleepers. Watch that scene. I'm telling you, great will not movie. be disappointed. Yeah. that's a great movie. And honestly, that watch a great
1: movie. Watch all of Bruno great Kirby's stuff. And yeah. and Dom, I want you to watch uh, these episodes again because you're going to laugh your ass off because it's been a while. And uh, yes, I can't um, to see. And before you go, I want to say, uh, which will upset Kevin Dillon, but go Yankees. Which Connolly, you and I will, nah, will be very nah, happy nah, about. My are. Yeah. <laughs> but this was awesome. We're definitely going to do this again. And when you get out here, let's all tee it up. If Connolly's not. Like a one yes. by then but uh I would love that I'll yeah. see you in
3: New York, that. bro We'll be teeing it up at Wingfoot I'll see
1: you in New York, yes. right,
3: Kev? Yeah, I'll be there soon yeah. Dylan. Thanks yeah. a lot, Dom Yes, For set, right, bro
1: Dom, this was awesome Thank right. you so much You're the best, Stay man. safe Thanks, Thanks for missing. having me You guys stay safe Definitely, bro Another episode of Victory, the podcast I'm Doug Allen at Mr. Doug Allen
3: I'm Kevin Dillon at Kevin Dillon official
0: I'd Victory! Be it. Bright lights, big city, and dark alleyways New York, we get the money all day, every day I'm the America's best